Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 223. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. This is our entertainment podcast, so let's just get on down to it, because we got a lot of stuff, Andy. We're going to start things off with... uh, the president was slapped in the face today. Did you see that? I saw something about it. I didn't look at it. Like the president of Ukraine or something like that. Not quite. Almost. The French president, Emmanuel French, okay. Macron, was slapped in the face as a man yelled, the same man yells in French, and I'm going to translate it, down with Macronia. Macron, oh, the right. last name. Slapped All him, right. grabbed his hand for a handshake, and then went upside his head. <laughs> Obviously, he was at... Uh, then tackled by the guy's secret service and this and that, but no, uh, under standing as to why at this point, uh, I'm sure we'll get that soon enough, but I thought that was kind of funny. Cause I think isn't is France, France kind of tight on their uh, COVID stuff or restrictions or could be something completely, uh, uh you know, unrelated to know. that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough, but I and thought that was kind of funny. Vaccine. The video's out there too. Like, I mean, everything's on video now so that you could see this guy just smack this president in the face <laughs> kind of funny <laughs> yeah that's great stuff yeah all right um moving on we had uh the apple worldwide developer conference yesterday uh you could stream it as uh they always allow and uh this is not the hardware related stuff but the software announcements for uh, upcoming stuff so a couple of quick things obviously ios 15 uh i Pad OS 15 and uh, Apple Watch OS 8 are uh, in developer betas at this point. And they look very cool. The phone main thing, Andy, is you'll be able to FaceTime now and get into like FaceTime parties. Uh, they'll send a link and you'll be able to open it on the web on your Android browser. And then you can partake. So you know how always people are like, well, we want to FaceTime, but you don't have a phone, so we can't. We have to go on Skype or something like that. You'll be able to do it in this, which is about time. I don't know why they were so yeah. late to the party. On I that. mean, I, I know the opposite exists. Like, yeah, Google's thing, because uh, I would set up that up with like my parents. Like, you can iPhones can register with the Google thing, or they can download the Google app to do it. Yeah. So, um, but then also some other things that it just feels like they're a little late to the party. But I guess this is maybe how things are going to go from here on out. Um, So if you wanted to have like a a watch party, which a lot of apps allow for right now, you can FaceTime with people and then you can like screen share and put on a movie on, you know, HBO Max or or what have you and either watch it on your phone with everyone else. Or if you have an Apple TV, you can blast that bad boy up to your Jumbotron and watch the movie while having all your friends on your phone seeing the same thing. And obviously they can do the same thing at their house if they have an Apple TV too. And then you can comment and hijinks and all that kind of crap. Um, and uh, it's just more interconnected without having to be near one another, which is uh, always nice, I suppose. Um, that was a couple of the main things that were neat. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, the Apple Watch, I, I just feel like anyone over... 65 should have one these things are just getting more and more geared towards making sure you don't die like they're 
remember fall protection was new and, uh, and the Apple watch four. And if you fell, like it, it could call the cops if you weren't responsive, which is great for old people. Well, the new one is it'll detect if your, your, uh, walk is kind of getting off your, your gate if is, you know, off from what your normal pattern is. And we'll say like, it looks like you might be losing your balance before you even fall. It's like, getting predict this is minority report stuff um and then also like it's just the like the sleep stuff it can monitor blood oxygen levels uh somehow and different other things and it's pretty remarkable the way these things are, are getting geared towards they're also shifting the focus on your apple watch away from being dependent on a phone obviously that yeah you can do the uh you know cellular uh, independent stuff. So you don't need your phone, but you can now adjust a lot of things and do different, you know, commands from your watch without needing your phone period. So I like that. I think an Apple watch is a lot, all people, a lot of people need that. And, you know, some AirPods, and you're off to the races. Um, so all in all, I, I think a solid upgrade. Um, also, they're going to be a lot of people hate upgrading because they're like, well, it slows my phone down. Well, you can now choose if you want to upgrade your software all the way or just get the security updates that come with it, which I think is pretty killer because a lot of people like to stay on the software that their their current phone came with. And then you miss out on a lot of security updates, which are pretty crucial, too. So a good little addition that they added, but you can't, you can get into the beta mode. Uh, public beta probably won't come out till mid June, maybe early July. Uh, and then it'll be made available obviously to everybody in around September time. Okay. Moving right along off road. Andy, are you ready to talk about, let me get to it. Rob zombie. I'm always ready to talk about Rob zombie. And this is not a Halloween movie, but, in that realm, as I don't think he has another realm. I think it's always October in his house, which is fine. I feel like that'd yeah, be I mean, Tony's he, house if he had his druthers as well. He changed his name to Zombie. Like, he knows what he's doing. He has yeah. a theme. And tell us about this theme. Uh, he is, his next project is making a movie uh, of the Munsters. You know, like Herman Munster. The TV show. 60s sitcom, yeah. Uh, he's... Uh, it's probably going to come, come to Peacock. So uh, for the people who who know what that is, uh, which is not very many, but uh, it's so that would mean it's probably not going to be like most Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, it'll be uh, a sitcom. Yeah, the Monsters is a family sitcom where Rob Zombie's movies are uh, blood and, you know, dismemberment and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so what is he going to do? How is this going to go? Uh, I don't know, but he's he's got uh, he's got taste, I would say, or he's got a, he knows what his stuff is, and I think he could make some good looking stuff related to scary theme stuff. So I don't know, it's 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 a it's a mystery to me what this is going to be. But will he work with someone like Danny McBride on this? Or I don't think so. I think he doesn't. I don't think he really collaborates with people. I think he does his thing, hmm. and that's that's fine. So I, I think whatever this is, it's not going to be boring. It's going to be something like, all right, that was that was weird. I'm glad it exists. So, Well, they better plan on getting this out around October time this year, or otherwise next October. 
yeah, this comes I, out next February. Like no one's gonna watch it. Yeah, hope they don't make that mistake, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along, um, over a decade in the potential making, uh, Owen Wilson maybe hinted at a uh, sequel to Wedding Crashers set to film as early as this summer, uh, which sounds like it might go straight to HBO Max. However, with the same cast, too. But however, there's no actual verification on this yet. Andy, what do you know about it? Uh, A lot of rumors of this uh, a few days ago. That, oh, yeah, people people in Hollywood know that this is happening, that the script is already done. And, yeah, the original cast, the same director, they're all ready to go. Uh, but but Owen Wilson, actually, who's doing press right now for Loki, which comes out this week, uh, basically said, like, no, that doesn't – nothing exists yet. Like, there's always, there's always been conversations, but nothing exists right now. But, of course, he could be lying. So, yeah. I uh, mean, it's, it, it's – for it all we know, this much. is like Step Brothers two. Yeah, but it sounded it sounded like too many people that know what they're talking about thought this is happening, especially with the the HBO Max detail of it. Like, oh yeah, this is, and that seems like something that a streaming service wants to do is, even if it sucks, at least it's something and it brings some. Notoriety. Exactly, it has a built in audience. Yeah, which we'll get so, to plenty of those uh, here in the second. Yeah, it seems very. Uh, Seems very likely or very, very realistic story. So, uh, one of the rumors I heard was that they'd be competing with Daniel Craig, who's a other professional wedding crasher or something. Aren't these guys like sixty by now though, (laughs) and married? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that the whole their whole families then they they still have fun. They're not there to to hook up or anything. They're just there to have fun. You know, have the shrimp puffs or whatever. Okay. Um, You know, make balloon animals. Oh yeah, that's that kind of stuff. Classic. All right. Yeah, I don't know how good, good this could be, but you know, I love I love Owen Wilson. I want him out there. Uh, yeah, it's been I a, did too. a rough a rough fifteen years, I'd say for him. I'm really happy that he's going to be in this Loki show. Uh, I'd love to see more of him. So, and well, same thing also, with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, we want the new Shanghai movie. Yeah, although I think Jackie Chan is like semi canceled or something. No. Yeah, I saw something about it this weekend. China will uncancel him. Well, it's it's because he's too close to China because like he's I mean he still lives there and everything that he he's he Chinese. Has be, he has to be super pro China, and it's led to some like bad things. Well, Shanghai Don is in production, so like it or not, it's happening. I can't okay. wait. Okay. I love every Jackie Chan movie. There, you know, a recent one came out. I want to watch it, but. I'm not going to pay to, to rent. He's also, I think, like 72 years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was born in uh, 54, so. Okay, not quite, but. Almost 70 years old. Yeah. He'll still whoop your ass. I mean, Stallone's still pretty jacked. He's se- I think is 74. I don't think he's jacked anymore. I think he was jacked. It was like I recently ago. saw, like, or heard a thing of him working out, and he's lifting up, like, two 50-pound uh. plates on e- either side of him. Okay, I mean, I'm not keeping up with him. I don't follow him on Instagram or anything. But I don't have one. He, of those, he's mid seventies at this point. He is. I'm pretty sure he's seventy four. Yeah. So. You shouldn't be doing that. Nah. He's gonna make a, a Creed again on his own, and yeah. he's gonna recast it since he's getting cast out of Creed three. Well, I think uh, if we just mentioned Jackie Chan, I think now is a good time to transition into the John Wick four news. Yeah, let's hear it. 
because uh, they announced a couple cast members. Jackie uh, Chan is. No, not Jackie Chan, but Donnie Yen, who is uh, similarly a martial arts legend. Uh, he probably best known for the, the Ip Man series, uh, as well as he was in Rogue One. Do you remember Rogue One, the Star Wars movie? I do. He was the uh, the blind guy who could use the force. Yeah, it uh, everyone's ass and he couldn't see anything. Yeah, so he's he's a great martial artist and choreographer. And when I was looking at his filmography, he worked on the Shanghai series. So uh, there you go. There's that connection right there. I mean, uh, he's so born he will, in China. No, he worked on those movies. But I'm saying he's born in China. Why aren't we trying to cancel him? What's wrong with what? Jackie Chan's. Has no one seen Rumble in the Bronx? Jackie no, Chan, I, who am I? No, I think we'll know know that Jackie Chan is Chinese. I think he was doing propaganda for the Chinese government, and people didn't like that. So I don't know. I don't know where Donnie Yen stands on that stuff. Uh, but he is. He will be in John Wick Four, and uh, they said we'll probably be helping out with the fight choreography as well. Which is like, well, that's great. Yeah, I Disney guess have does propaganda for China. Yeah. Andy. Okay. Okay. I'm canceling the people that canceled cancel Jackie Chan for that because that's just ridiculous. I don't think he was really canceled. I was just making a comment. I think Shanghai Don is happening and you just sit down I want it and to happen. like it. Okay, I want it to happen. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the other the other cast member that they announced, uh, Bill Skarsgård, so Pennywise. Oh, wow. So he Is, is he going to play a human in this? Uh, I would think so. There's mostly humans in the John Wick series. He could pull off some... like a Russian guy, so that'll be good. Or uh, a Danish guy because he is Danish. Yeah, so. but Danish doesn't have the mafia. Yeah, well, who's gonna? Have... Who does he have to kill? This is gonna be the new uh, the kid from the Game of Thrones without a dick. Yeah, what was his that name? Uh, Greyjoy. Greyjoy Theon. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be replacing him. Well, he was in number one and hasn't been in the series for a while. But uh, there's another Game of Thrones actor that was in number three, and Boban will be back. I heard. Yeah. He survived. He had, a, he had a twin brother, and he's pissed. <laughs> you killed my brother. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of characters you can add to the John Wick universe. So Do you that, know how expensive good. a casket is for someone who's seven foot four? You dick. I think you just throw someone like him in the in the, in the trash. No, <laughs> not Devito. Yeah. Be a big trash can. Uh, well, fancy that, and obviously this is a couple years out at least, right? I think it's sooner than you would think. I think these movies don't have too much of a post-production. This was supposed to come out at the end of this year, but, you know, everything that happened. So I think this is still uh, okay. it's May, May 27th, 2022. So it's still. All right. That'll be here in a week, soon. basically. Yeah. I mean, they had to. He, I know they had to delay it to make sure everything was wrapped up with the Matrix. So mm-hmm. uh, which is which is still also happening. And um, we still haven't seen anything of that. That's that's supposed to come out at the end of this year, and there's been no trailers or anything like that. But keeping it under wraps. Yeah, too many spoilers. Yeah. All right, tell us about a spinoff for a Quiet Place. So they are gonna make a Quiet Place spinoff movie. So not a Quiet Place three, which will probably also happen. Uh, John Krasinski said he has ideas, but he is definitely 100 percent not gonna direct a third one. But most likely there will still be a third one. Uh, but he is, you know, making the the quiet place cinematic universe. There, there are more a theme stories. Park I heard too. Yeah, there are more stories to tell with these uh, aliens that have come, who can't see but can hear incredibly. Uh, you could set all over the United States. 
Uh, my guess is that this spinoff will take place in the South because it is going to be directed directed by Jeff Nichols, who all of his movies have been have taken place in the South, and uh, I've enjoyed his work before. He made a movie called Take Shelter with uh, Michael Shannon. Also, Michael Shannon is in all of his movies, so I would assume Michael Shannon is going to star in this one as well. That'd be neat. Um, he did Mud, which was uh, really good with Matthew McConaughey. I don't think I finished that. Yeah, well, he makes he makes all of his movies are like take place in Arkansas. Um, well, that's because he's born in Little Rock. Yeah, so I am uh, excited about this. Good, he's a good director. He's worked with good people, so he doesn't leave I'm home. Sure, it'll be a good, uh, good cast. So, all right, and just you know, good, good for for Jim. You know, he really yeah. made it. Who would have thought? All right. Well, speaking of a good cast, this movie stars. Several uh, people, characters, uh, but one person, and it's not an Eddie Murphy movie, so that would only leave Mike Myers. Yes, Mike Myers is known for his uh, movies where he plays multiple characters, but he isn't known for making movies lately. He hasn't really, uh, he hasn't starred in a thing since The Love Guru. Uh, he's made minor appearances and stuff. Is that like 2003? Yeah, that was quite a long it's time been a ago. a while. Uh, but he is back. He's back finally. He is going to do a six-episode series for Netflix called uh, Pentaveret, I believe is how you pronounce that. Uh, it is It is about a group that actually controls the world, and it is that was first mentioned in his movie So I Married an Axe Murderer. His, his, uh, his father, that character, who is maybe the highlight of the whole movie there, the Scottish father has this conspiracy theory about the people who control the world and uh now mike myers almost 30 years later is making a series based on that so yeah that's great i i still believe in his talent he's so great like like you can watch wayne's world and austin powers right now and they're incredible well you're gonna be able to watch an austin powers four soon too uh well that's that's been in pre-production for 100 years at this point well they it's still in say, development so yeah they always say that uh, but uh, they they did announce also that uh, Ken Jong and Keegan Michael Key will be in the series as well. So a couple of people who have been in been funny in a lot of different things. So mm. it's good to have them aboard. Yeah, well, I, I love that. Yeah. Cool. So we'll we'll stay tuned on that. And the last Netflix news we have: uh, there's a release date for a series, and you're quite enthused about. I am. So I resubscribed to netflix over the weekend to watch oh a few things and uh a couple nights ago same password uh, yeah cool it all works uh so i uh turned on one of the one of the series i enjoyed the most from netflix because it's a it's a comedy series and they're only 50 minute episodes and like yeah why not it'll be something right before i fall asleep and i thought like are they ever gonna make more of this uh the series is called i think you should leave uh, it's it's only I think like eight episodes, fifteen minutes a piece, so really really short. Not a lot of not a lot to it, but just incredible. And so I watched an episode of it, and then uh, I see today, oh yeah, season two coming out July sixth. So I have to just remind everyone this was it's an incredible show. It's it's so good, and I'm sure you've seen references to it to it all throughout the internet. Uh, but it's not it doesn't seem to be a mega hit by any means, but the people who like it really like it. So uh, just you should watch it. Okay. Well, very fun. All right. Um, we'll get into what we've been watching. There was one more story you missed out here. Did I? What is it? Yes. Master and Commander. Oh, I skipped right over that. Yeah. 
this is this is fascinating. So you had recently watched Master and Commander. I did. Uh, the Russell Crowe movie from 15 years ago, or maybe even longer, I think like 2003. Uh, well, it's based on a book series that has like 20 books in it. So the the movie, the I think it's Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, I think is, is the subtitle yes. there. That is just one book. Uh, so they are going to make a movie of another book. Uh, well, here's the problem. They're going to make a movie of book, book number one. And it's been 15 years since the movie which was based on like book number eight or something. Oh boy. So Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany, uh, I do not think are going to be in this movie. You don't know. And that is uh, very disappointing. You know, when they make movies where it's like my great grandfather, who also happens to look a lot like me, was a great man. Give me one of those things. Well, I think it's supposed to be the characters will be like 10 years younger than they were in that original movie. So how are you going to have, that'll be, they'll be 30 years off. It's that's not a great place to start. It probably uh, so, won't be, but Paul Bettany can do anything. Yeah, it's it's very likely that it'll be uh, recasted. It won't be them. So maybe be Eddie Murphy and uh, Mike Myers. <laughs> could be. They could they could go <laughs> wild play with it. every every character. Yeah, but it seems it seems strange if this was based on a twenty book series. Why did they not make more of them when they had the chance? Why did it wait so long? Yeah, I don't. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't. Twenty books. That's a lot. I mean, people who write, you got to keep writing. That's your job. <laughs> Stephen King wrote twenty books this year. It's true. He has a new series on Apple Plus that uh, I don't really think I'm going to watch. Yeah, well, it exists. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we have uh, all of our uh, our news stories out of the way, before we get into what we've been watching, with really really quick, Andy, how many do you have? Just four. Oh, just four. I have three. But before we get there, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at The Clipless Leash. Head to theclipplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony to get 65% off. And by the way, that is T-O-N-Y. So when you head to theclipplessleash.com, pick out the greatest dog leash, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. So when you get on that walk, this is just fast. You're right there. You're on the walk before you even know it. But when you head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony, you're going to get 65% off at checkout. Amazing. Great people. Great leash. You're going to love it. Okay. Andy, you ready to do this? You want to start? Uh, sure. I uh, first want to say every time you do the ad, I go and take a drink of water, then forget I have a part to it. So. Yeah, you do always kind of pause. Yeah, I forget. All right, where's my list here? Okay, so the first thing I watched, I bought the the 4K Blu-ray, which was on sale. I think they they released it because there's a new movie in the series, which uh, I'll get to watching at some point, but uh, the original Saw. Mm. So this is a movie I, I believe I saw with you in yeah, theaters. Yeah, probably. We just what children. was that, like 2001 or something? 2004. 2004. So it, it's quite a long time ago, and I was able to get. I think they're they're probably only going to release this movie in 4K. Um, I also did actually watch. I wasn't going to include it, but I watched Saw Three, which is on HBO. They put like every Saw movie ever on HBO. I think. Well, uh, also really quick, I think you can buy the entire set for like nine dollars right now. <laughs> probably. 
Uh, but I, I had actually never watched any of the sequels other than the second one. So this is my first time watching three, which kind of connects that. But it's not good. But but the first one still holds up. That's still like a really interesting movie. They had no budget, so they had to basically be creative with things. And that that sometimes works out really well when you know you have to really do well with a story. You're not going to have like shootouts and stuff. So and like uh, I saw that uh, Danny Glover, they only had him for two days. So they had to like make sure everything everything that he did was like in like yeah, the same locations. Yeah, and they were. I mean, he, you, you would never know. Like he seems to be a main character in that movie, but they had him for two days. Wow, uh, that's that's it's cool, but it's it's still it still holds up. It's also not as violent as the other ones that everyone remembers it being like oh this crazy movie. But they they don't show everything because number one they didn't have the budget to show it like weird crazy stuff. Uh, so a lot of times they cut away when there would be violence, like the the famous foot scene. You don't ever see anything. It's just all in the acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a lot of like the traps, which were so iconic, you never really see them go off in real time. It's always them investigating them after the fact. Okay. Whereas like all the sequels are about like having Nasty. people like, yeah. and, oh, and then their, their wrist twists and the bone comes out. And it's like this is ne- that movie. The first movie is not really about that. So. It's more of just a straight up mystery movie with some crazy shit. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I watched on HBO Max Gone Baby Gone from 2007. Okay. Now, this is written and directed by Ben Affleck. Uh, so, not to be confused with Gone Girl, which no. is the sequel to this. Uh, two Boston detectives investigate a little girl's kidnapping. And uh, there's some twists and turns and a phenomenal cast. You got. Casey Affleck, Ed Harris, Morgan Freeman, and uh, Titus Welliver. You got, oh, it's just great stuff here. Um, and then just Boston people. I don't think they can film outside of Boston. Um, it's good. It, it leaves you at the end, like saying, you know, whoever you're watching this movie with, you'd be like, what would you do? Yeah, this guy's an asshole. Because uh, I, I think everyone would agree with uh my thought process. Have you seen this, Andy? Yes, I saw it when it first came out. I never even heard of this. Also, oh, really? Yeah. It's pretty funny how they uh, trash up Amy Ryan, who is the uh, replacement yeah. of Toby Flenderson from The Office for HR, uh, where she looks like a human being there. And then uh, they, you know, I think she, like she was nominated out. for an Oscar, I think, for this movie. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't was... know anything about this. Yeah, she was she was she was great. I saw Morgan Freeman on the cover. I was in. Yeah, I, it was it was strange because Ben Affleck was a a joke, a laughing stock when this movie came out, and he wouldn't put himself in it because of that. And everyone's like, Ben Affleck can't make a movie, and then he he did, and it was great. People are like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so then when he made The Town, he was like, I could put myself in the movie now, and. That movie was way more successful. And Casey Affleck was out of a job. <laughs> yeah. And it all worked out for him. He got won an Oscar and then yeah, he got know, to now he's canceled. So ghost thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it's pretty good. And like I said, you can watch that on uh, HBO Max. All yeah, right, Andy, did, what's your second well. one? My second one is a movie called I Love You, Philip Morris. It is. Uh, Isn't that like a cigarette company? It is, but that's that's just a coincidence. 
Weird. It's it's a Jim Carrey as a gay con man who uh, falls in love with another guy in jail and uh, and then you know continues to live his life as a, a con man and uh, Ewan McGregor is is Philip Morris in this movie. So two really great actors right off the, the top there. Not really a big cast otherwise. Leslie Mann plays Jim Carrey's wife, who you know he doesn't come out until later in life. Um, it's it's really good. It really it's really silly, um, and it's just a, it's a good one of those like you know a con man comedy movie like uh, a Catch Me If You Can kind of those things. Uh, but no one no one knows this movie exists because I've never heard of this because and it's it's funny how things change so quickly this i think this didn't this came out like a little over 10 years ago uh but back then so i think it came out sundance 2009 was when it first debuted and nobody bought it because there's gay sex in it and it's not like you know it's not a porn there's not like they're not showing stuff but they i guess it's more explicit than you'd think that and stuff and people are like we don't want this shit in a movie we can't put out a movie like this you'll get like you know radio hosts will cause uh protests and stuff and it's like because like that was a pre-gay marriage world a uh, lot lots changed in the last 10 years so this movie got buried and eventually got like released and maybe people watched it on dvd um but it's on it's on hulu and it's jim carrey and it's jim carrey doing good jim carrey stuff it's i think it's it's kind of exactly what you want from jim carrey where it's not just straight drama where he's like, I'm a real actor now, um, but he does do a good job, but it also is funny as well. So hmm. yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. And it's really quick. It's a 90 minute movie. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next one I watched on Hulu as well, actually from 2020, the postcard killings. This is uh, following a New York detective who is investigating the death of his daughter who was murdered while on a honeymoon in London. And uh, he's helping, you know, the uh, police department there. And it's uh, more of a serial killer kind of a thing. So he's he's going around the different countries in Europe, trying to figure things out. And he's pissed and, you know, falling apart. And it, it stars uh, not John Hamm, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Famke Jensen, which is kind of funny. She's in Taken. And then this is kind of similar. Um, and then like... Uh, Stephen McIntosh, who is, I'm pretty sure he's the dickhead dad of Elton John in Rocket Man. Um, but it's interesting. There's a little twist. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, around Europe and murder and this and that. And <laughs> it's fun. It's on Hulu. You can check it out. It's a brand new movie, 2020, like I said. Yeah, is that a real movie? Um, Yes and no. I mean, I don't even think it's rated. So it might be like a. Uh, like a oxygen movie kind of thing. It's like you never know in this era right now. Yeah, but I mean it, it's fine. It's watchable. Uh, Meta score here is twenty nine, but I, I think it's certainly higher than that. Yeah, I mean I don't think I even, I even saw it on the. I know, don't know how I found this. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> so running through uh, like different categories on Hulu or something, and it's like, eh, it's fun. This guy. Uh, was in The Walking Dead, and he was pretty good in that, I think, like because I hated him. I think he was a dick, and I didn't even watch that part, but I was like, he's got a bat with like knives through it or something. He's an asshole. Yeah. Looks like John Hamm. So yeah, you can check that out. Uh, Gone, Baby Gone was obviously better than that, but 
That one's still fine. What's your next one, Andy? Uh, Army of the Dead on Netflix. Oh, you did it. The uh, the new Zack Snyder movie. Uh, it was always going to be a Netflix movie, so they gave him some money to make this movie he had wanted to make for a while. So he he made Dawn of the Dead from 2004. And when he made that, he had an idea for another zombie movie, a zombie heist movie. So, yeah, the premise here is uh, zombies take over Las Vegas and they're able to successfully quarantine it, basically put up a wall and, you know, prevent zombies from getting everyone. Uh, And then it's five years later, the U.S. decides, well, we're just going to nuke the place. Uh, So a casino guy hires Dave Bautista to... uh, break in and wait so it's all zombies in vegas yeah okay so zombies basically own vegas it's been walled off uh so he hires dave batista to break into the casino and get into the vault and steal the money before uh the whole city gets blown up so it's a combination of a couple different genres there and it's a fun premise and uh the opening so the opening credit sequence is like the fall of Vegas when the zombies first get there and everything. And that is an incredible sequence, like just amazing. And it's like, yeah, Zack Snyder is really talented. He he can do really good things. Uh, you just wish people would tell him to not do the bad things. Because, yeah, this is a definitely a hit or miss movie. It's two and a half hours long, and it could have been an hour and 50. Uh, there's, there's also one of the weird stories about it where Chris D'Elia was in it. He was filmed in it oh, and then yeah. had his uh, troubles and was uh, ejected from the movie. And what they did is they placed him with Tig Notaro, a, a different comedian. And she just filmed all the scenes in front of a green screen and they just placed them into there. And um, I guess that's not that noticeable if you don't know that happened. But if you know that happened, you, you know right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll, they'll do back and forth dialogue between her and like Dave Batista and it's, it's so obvious that they're not playing off each other in any way. And it's kind of bad. Uh, there was even a story. It's like, they've never met each other. So even though they were in this movie interacting with each other, it, it's, you know, it's great that they're able to actually do that and make it not horrible, but it's still very weird. Um, and it's got something somewhat fun of a diverse cast that has to be the crew, but it's like, it is nowhere near the, the obvious comparison of like Ocean's Eleven. It is nothing like that crew, um, featuring Casey Affleck, of course, as well. But like, remember Ocean's Eleven had like the acrobat and in a British Don Cheadle and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, it's not as fun as that crew. So I wish they'd done a better job there. Um, yeah, just it's a lot of wasted potential. There's there's some really mm-hmm. good ideas here. Well, maybe you know, they'll let him make his director's cut. I, this is his director's cut. Well, maybe we'll let him yeah. make his editor's cut. He <laughs> he wrote, directed, was the cinematographer, probably the editor. Uh, Jesus. Is this guy Billy Walsh? He did everything himself. I'm sure he picked every single song that's in it. Uh, you know, he. I think when he has too much control, maybe it's a problem. I think yeah, everyone points out that the movies that he didn't write are usually better than the movies he writes. So like 300 and The Watchmen. He didn't write them. Those are based on comic books that already existed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's a like a 25 minute special after that's like behind the scenes, and I think that's better than the movie. Oh wow! That's showing like all the weird stuff it is. And, and yeah, there's a really weird effect. He he picked his his some strange like camera lenses because he wanted to be creative, 
So everything that's like, there's like one part that's in focus. Everything else is horribly out of focus and blurry. And so it kind of looks awful for most of it. And it's like, it's definitely intentional. He's too good at what he does to like, not know it was going to be like that. So it was like, it was a choice to make it seem it almost like makes you sick. Like, I think it was like, Oh, it'll be like claustrophobic. You know, you'll only get the one character and then everything else will be in the background. And and it's like, it didn't, it didn't work. I don't like that. Like good on you for trying something weird, but uh, I don't think it works. Yeah. Um, But yeah, again, I'm glad, I'm glad it existed. I'm glad he got to make something he wanted to make. And there wasn't all this drama about Warner brothers screwing him over or anything. So, yeah. All right. I think I know what your last movie is. Probably not, because it's not a movie. Oh, I assumed you watched <laughs> The Conjuring. No. Well, I did. Oh, okay. In your face, Andy. Uh, the reason I did, I wouldn't. If I knew this was going to stay there, I would watch it in October, like it should be watched. Uh, it'll it'll be back in October. I know, but I didn't yeah. want to take that chance, and I was like, ah, there's so much other stuff I watch in October too. It's like I might not get to it, so. I watched it last night and uh, this is obviously the conjuring the devil made me do it, uh, which is available on HBO max until July 4th. And uh, obviously Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmaga Farmaga, however you say her name are they're back. How do you say it, Andy? I think it's just Farmiga. Okay. Uh, Ed Warren and Lorraine Warren, uh, as they're known on screen. Also the little kid from, uh, Haunting a Hill House or whatever it was called. Uh, he's in there as uh, the little kid who gets uh, demonized in the first uh, couple of minutes. But uh, it was fine. Um, it wasn't the scariest, I'll say that. But again, obviously, they do the thing where this is based on a story from 1981. And uh, I guess this guy actually did go to jail and uh, for what he did. And uh, it's kind of in the trailer. He's like, I think I hurt someone. Um uh, it's f- interesting. It's in the goddamn name of the movie, okay? It's not in the trailer. <laughs> you you yeah, can't get where it's going by the name true. of the movie. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I mean, it, was, it definitely wasn't the scariest. I, th- I still think the first Conjuring is the best Conjuring. That's usually how it goes. But for being, what, the fifth in their uh, line of movies, it's oh, still pretty damn... Like eight. Oh, well, in their Maybe line not. of Conjuring, I don't count like the side Annabelles and things like that. Yeah, this is number three of Conjuring, but yeah. It, it's been... still pretty damn good. Um, I mean, keeping the cast is the vital part. If this was, you know, subbed out to two D-listers that are like Hallmark commercial people or something like, it'd be god awful. But that you're keeping these these two uh, pretty good actors from, you know, I, I would say at least. I don't know if they've won anything, but... Um, it's watchable. I mean, I, like I said, I don't choose to watch these normally in summer. You should be watching, you know, Top Gun uh, right now and that kind of stuff. Uh, just like how I watch Daddy's Home at Christmas time. Daddy's Home too, obviously. That's what it's all about. Um, but you're up against a time crunch. So I watched it. It's an hour 50. It's fine. I don't know. There's just weird people out there in this world if this stuff actually does happen. Um like people doing this like devil worshiping and things like that. Like it all makes me think of uh Guilfoyle from Silicon Valley. Like he was a, a Satanist, but yeah. for comedic effect. Uh, but it's like, could you imagine meeting someone like that actually was a Satanist? Like heavy yeah. duty. 
Like that'd be so weird. Yeah, because there, there's no. What is the upside? Like, how could you? I guess he always like he promises you stuff, but it's a trick. It's always a trick. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you ever agree to it? I've never understood that when that stuff happens, but you know. So I don't know. I mean, there it definitely was not the scariest. There were a couple of parts where it's like, whoa, uh, but not the scariest in there. So I mean, don't expect that much. But you might have a couple of bits uh, that are pretty good, I guess. So you might enjoy it. Um, I give it a yep. C. I think it was fine. I'm looking at the uh, the box office here. Uh, did 24 million. So th- th- this is an interesting one because. The, the reason it's coming out in the summer is because these movies actually do really well box office wise. Yeah, I just who wants to go see a scary movie at July 4th? They've always <laughs> come out in the summer, these ones. But Why? Yeah, I, I don't know. But I know that but, means like historically they're better movies if they come out of season. And that just let, let the record show how many Christmas movies come out in July. None. Also. If they come out now, that means they'll be out on home release by October. Mm. So this this will probably be this might be back on HBO Max by October. I kind of was thinking it would, but again, I was like, eh, I'm watching Hocus Pocus. I'm getting ready for Home Alone. Like, I don't really know if I'd have time to watch this. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the point is, so 24 million is probably disappointing for them. I think that's really um, good considering how many people got to watch it for free at home. Well, that's what I think they have, to, they have to consider is how many how many people who would have maybe saw this movie in the theater just didn't go because it's already available. And it's not really a movie you need to see in a theater. I certainly would not have. Because like A Quiet Place 2 made 47 million last weekend. Now, I was going to see that in the theaters, but I couldn't. Yeah. But also, because Spiral made $16 million, so. Yeah. So, I mean, check it out while you can. Otherwise, you could check it out at probably October time. Yeah, All no, right, I'm, I'm going to end up watching it at some point. Just yeah. didn't do it this week. Well, what's your last one? Or my last thing is uh, Inside, uh, the, the new Netflix special from Bo Burnham. Oh, you've been uh, wanting to watch this. Yeah, this is this was fascinating. Very interesting. That he made this over the past year, maybe a year and a couple months. Uh, so he he's a comedian who mostly does songs. So he plays the piano and does a silly song, uh, and he's, he's he's great at it. And he's been doing it for a long time. He first had like a big YouTube hit when he was like sixteen or something. So, uh, but he actually hasn't he hasn't done any comedy for a while, like stand up comedy. Uh, so this is his first special in five years, and so. Uh, he filmed, so every, everything was recorded, filmed inside of this small room in his house. Uh, and the, the stuff he was able to do to make different, like sets and stuff or different, different angles, different background colors. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, uh, the old office there. Remember, remember uh, the, uh, the little stars thing. Oh yeah. A little light up thing. Like he had a lot of things like that, like going off and stuff. Uh, just super creative. It's it was like this is one guy doing this by himself. It's like wow, this is incredible. All the crazy edits and everything he's able to do with this. So it's it's a it's a great achievement. It's funny at times. It's probably not as funny as special, but uh, the fact that he's able to basically just do this on his own. He didn't. There's no crowd to to see if everything works or anything. He just he did this. But it's also it's it was a. I mean, it, I think inside 
means a lot. Different, you know, double meaning, maybe triple meaning. I don't know. But obviously inside and that everyone was inside. But also it's like inside his head and the craziness that the past year caused him. Someone who already had mental health issues that he like kind of talks about. But he never he's never like super sincere with this stuff. Like he'll say super dark things, but like through comedy songs. And uh, it's just very... Very interesting, very good, and um, you know I'm a fan of his. I liked I liked him, and he was in a promising young woman, which I guess would have came out a long time ago. Would have came out uh, if, the, if the world was in a different place. But it seems like a new movie to me, but probably to him, that was like, oh, I made that three years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, feel like he's he's been in the news lately a lot, but previous to this is like years ago i feel like yeah so i think like he probably was most popular like in 2012 or something <laughs> when people would watch his youtube songs or stuff but yeah really weird stuff and it, it's it's like it's i would say it's a movie it is it is 90 minutes long and there's no crowds it's not really like it's it's not really a comedy special <laughs> very weird yeah. stuff Oh, well, fancy that, and you can check that out on Netflix uh, if you so choose to. All right, anything else to uh, get to before we wrap up episode 223? No, I think we covered yeah, it. I think it was a solid one. You, you've you been listening to episode 223 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Inside Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later. <laughs>